The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable, O Lord, in thy sight. For you are our rock and our redeemer, our strength and our salvation. And all God's people said, Amen. Do you remember the day that God quit? What? Do you remember the day that God quit? Hmm? On the seventh day. Yes, that's right, on the seventh day. When, when, when I have a day that it feels like God quit, I usually go into hyper, super overdrive. I can see what needs to be done, and I can get it done. So if I tell you I think God quit today, just step out of the way because I'm moving forward. Tragedy or triumph, foreseen or unforeseen, a micro-event in my life alone, or a macro-event that is societal, maybe global. Some days, I think we all, maybe everybody, has, has hit that point that it feels like God quit. So what do we do when we feel that way? What do we do when we know somebody who seems to feel that way? Well, if you're there right now, call me, call Pastor Severio, let's talk, let's pray. Let's have coffee together, let's come kneel at the rail together, let's visit and converse. If, if you know somebody who is there, let's do the same thing. Because this is part of why we are together as church family. It's to navigate and negotiate those times in life when we may think we've been left to our own devices. In the midst of, of maybe not being right there right now or, or, or not even knowing someone who's right there right now, how do we prepare for that? How do we prepare for that because it happens. Well, I believe, and, and, and it's not a surefire answer for everybody, it's, it's not a one-size-fits-all, it's not a magic potion, but I believe that God has set out clarity, rhythm, and rest to prepare us for every day of our lives. Clarity of purpose, rhythm in our practice, and purpose and practice that include rest. Hear what Paul said to the Colossians again. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are earth. For you have died, 
and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, you also will be revealed with him in glory. Paul sets out purpose in his instructions to us, seek and set your minds. It's God's thinking versus our thinking. My mom used to call it stinking thinking, where your mind gets muddled and stuck in old ways, and the way through those old ways is listening more intently to Christ. In, in Philippians 2, Paul wrote to the church in Philippi and to us, have this mind in you, which was also in Christ. That's, that's the same word, set your minds. Set your minds on things that are above. So, so we play a part in this, that we get to choose what to think about. Set your minds, that's our purpose, is, is to think as God thinks. And how do we do that? Well, our English translators use the word if, but in, in Paul's day, in, in the ancient Greek, it's more of a because. Because you have been raised with Christ. Because you have died and your life is hidden with Christ. Therefore, have the mind of Christ that is in you. And then we get to the part that is rest. For when Christ is revealed, we will be revealed in glory as well. That word glory there is doxa, from which we have doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God all creatures here below. Praise God above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. When, when, when we have clarity of purpose, we are able to set our minds on the right things. And the right things as followers of Jesus is to make disciples of Jesus. The whole church in every expression is called to that purpose, to make disciples of Jesus. And as a congregation, we are called to make disciples who love this city with the heart of Christ. Every Sunday before we go out, where will we go and what will we do? We will go out to be God's people, to love the city with the heart of Christ. It's, 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 it's our motto. It's what we do. How do we do that? I want to invite you to forget the word evangelism. Ran into this this morning. Just forget that word altogether because it scares most of us. <laughs> and replace it with invitation. Replace it with invitation. You see, setting our minds on the right things is the first step of clarity. Doing the right things at the right times is our rhythm. Now, you all don't understand the absolute irony of me trying to talk about rhythm. Because I'm the pastor whose praise band leader told me, you can stand in the front row and not clap, 
or you can stand in the back and clap, but you can't stand in the front row and try to clap because you're throwing off the backup singers. <laughs> it, it happened. <laughs> that praise band leader was so courageous. <laughs> Pastor, don't, don't clap. Rhythm. We pray together. We pray on our own. We search Scripture together. We search Scripture on ourselves. We celebrate the holy feast we call communion, and we fast, and we conference, and we keep Sabbath. We feed the hungry. We clothe the naked. We provide drink for the thirsty, housing for the homeless, and we visit the sick and the imprisoned. These are the right things, and we have a rhythm or a pattern of doing them at the right time regularly. And each of these right things with the right mind is an opportunity to extend an invitation. Will you come with me as we work on Saturday night to feed the homeless or the hungry, whoever they may be? Will you come with me on Friday to some other place? Or will you go with me to vacation Bible school to hang out with God's coolest kids? Invitations to invite people into the rhythm of faith practice that is our purpose. So then we come to praise, to rest, to rejoicing. And Sabbath rest is more than inactivity. It's more than keeping a day off. It is, I believe, praise of Almighty God. In, 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 in looking through the, the Hebrew Bible about Sabbath rest, there are several passages that, that remind us that as we keep Sabbath, it is God who sanctifies us, who makes us holy, who shapes our lives in such a way that we would not be who we are in Christ without keeping rest and Sabbath. Sabbath is more than inactivity. It's more than rest. It's more than a day off. Sabbath is relinquishing what is not ours to control. If you write anything down, write that down. Sabbath is relinquishing what is not ours to control. Because the truth is, um, at the end of the day, the only thing we can control is ourselves. That's why self-control is among the fruit of the Spirit. So our purpose as a people is to make disciples who love this city with the heart of Christ. And our practice is a rhythm, a repetition of singing and resting and studying and praising and working and serving and following and inviting. And our rest and our worship is Sabbath.
Well, I mentioned at the beginning that God quit. God didn't quit being God. God quit creating. In Genesis 2, it says, and on the seventh day, God rested. It means he ceased creating. He quit doing the work of his purpose to create things. And that root word is the root of the word Sabbath. So God ceased of God's primary purpose at that point in creating all things to be still and to enjoy the goodness of creation. You remember as God created things at the end of every day, what did God say? It is good. And it is good means it fulfills its intended purpose. Grass grew and was green. Trees bore fruit and provided nourishment. People of creation worshipped God and walked with God. And so when, when God sees us extending invitations, inviting people into this practice we call faith and faithfulness, God says, it is good. And we praise and we rest in true Sabbath. Our clarity and our rhythm and our rest remind us that God is always God. And when all chaos breaks loose around us, we can know in the deepest places of our lives that God remains God. And that even though we don't think anything is under control or even controllable, God holds us closer than our very breath. And in being held closer to God than even our very breath in our lungs, we come to know what Paul called the peace that is beyond anything we can understand. God, God didn't quit. He established a rhythm for how we are created from the inside out to work and to rest, to worship and to serve, to love and to be loved. And so on those days when it feels like God quit, Remember, in your heart of hearts, that God's still at work in us and among us. And extend the invitation to that memory. Extend the invitation to that rhythm. Extend the invitation to that place of quiet peace. Because we won't quit 
either on ourselves or for each other. We're family. We're God's kids. We follow and we're faithful, even as is our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.